0: So the warrior fans can come in here the celtic fans can come in here laker fans can come in here
1: but take that l on the way out <laughs> good morning and welcome to the daily ding i am dave defort joining me big waz Big Dave Schilling and Big Rob Lopez on the ones and twos. Thanks for starting your Wednesday with us. We're going to talk about the Count the Dings live show tickets going on sale. We're going to talk about the Lakers getting blown out in Denver. And we're going to talk about Devin Booker hosting a super team in Phoenix. But first, our first game of the night the Raptors go to Memphis and hand the Grizzlies a 122 to 114 loss. Uh, Marcus Saul had 27 points in the loss, may have suffered a foot injury at the end. Was our Raptors had a season high 18 threes tonight and a hell of a fourth quarter. Uh, what'd you see out of our, our guys tonight?
0: I love what Nick nurse is doing with Ibaka and Jonas Valanciunas in that he starts them on a matchup dependent basis and not just on of who gets paid more or whose ego gets bruised. It's like. Again, I've said this a million times already on this show. My favorite thing about this team is their positional versatility. And I think that was on display tonight. And, of course, when they're making shots, forget about it.
1: The Grizzlies had a 17-point lead. Uh, Mike Conley finishes with 20-6, and and I talked about Gasol with 27. Dave, is there anybody out there that the Grizzlies can go snag? I mean, maybe just a guy hanging out on a bus stop. I mean, they (sighs) need somebody.
2: Oh, I'm ready to play. (laughs) Uh, I, I I don't know. I mean, I think this is a team that has, you know, historically been a slow plotting quote unquote grit and grind team. Uh, I don't know if there's anybody out there that they can go get. That's going to be able to turn the pace up with a team like this. I mean, I'm looking at the fast break points from tonight, from this game, the Raptors had 27 fast break points. The Grizzlies had
1: six. <laughs> that's a problem
0: that's that's not good um but you know what why would they need to pick anybody up and I think it was my man M grads on Twitter who said that jaron Jackson is the best prospect since kg big man prospect he said the only question at this point is if he's better than Anthony Davis
1: actually that, there's a <laughs> you know what there's a lot of draft uh analysts that I trust that feel the same way uh, he's got a great feel for the game. Obviously, you know, we've seen what he can do defensively. I still think he's fouling a little bit too much early, but that's pretty typical for aggressive uh, young guys, especially bigs. Um, but what he's bringing on the offensive end is a little bit of a surprise that he's this good this fast. So, yeah, I don't think that that's such a wild take.
0: Oh, so he's going to be a top 12 NBA player of all time is what you're saying? He, I mean, he
1: might. Better okay. than Allen Iverson. Okay. <laughs> Former Grizzly, Allen Iverson. Uh, in Denver, the Nuggets just dusted the Lakers. 117 to 85. The Lakers look like they fell asleep on the team plane and didn't wake up. Uh, Paul Millsap had 20. Jokic with 14, 7, and 7. Uh, LeBron, season low in points, with 14 and 7 rebounds. He also had a couple of blocks. Uh, Dave, wh- what? 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 <laughs> like, like what? I don't understand. The, this Lakers team really kind of just drives me crazy. You you can't – the effort from night to night just doesn't seem to be there, in particular on the defensive end.
2: They don't seem motivated. I mean I, th- I think LeBron, as the kind of guy who we've known to pace himself during a season, doesn't seem 100% locked in every game. There have been games where LeBron has scored 40 points, and it's like, wow, he's back. And then he has a night like this where you think he's just coasting until – the summer but the biggest problem this laker team besides the obvious defensive issues they can't shoot they still can't shoot uh they finished five of 35 from three 14 percent that's not going to get it done period and if you're if you're gonna be a playoff team in los angeles in this western conference this year you got to go get some shooters
1: that's right uh was you know, the Lakers are another team that look like they're going to have to go out and make a deal. They were out rebounded tonight, 60 to 38. Denver had 16 offensive rebounds. So clearly Tyson Chandler and JaVale McGee, just not quite getting it done. Probably a little bit of Kuzma in there as well. Uh, Lonzo ball rolled his ankle, Josh Hart already dealing with an ankle injury. So their depth is being challenged. Uh, the Lakers are going to make a move. You, you think it's gonna be sooner rather than later?
0: I, you know, what's interesting? Cause I think the guys that they would rather move are the Kuzma and Josh Hart of the world, but they're the best players to pair next to LeBron, right? I was kind of slow on the Brandon Ingram and LeBron can't play together train. I thought that they'd be able to figure that out and, you know, let let Ingram do some more ball handling, <clears throat> sort of take over some of the perimeter defensive assignments that LeBron is clearly too lazy to do these days. But it just doesn't seem to be working, man. They probably should move him.
1: Yeah, I mean I the agree numbers with that the numbers back that up. Uh, Ingram is is about twice the player without LeBron on the court, and unfortunately, it, you know that just isn't going to work, right? And you need to actually move him before he loses any more value. And we saw at the end of last year that when he was the primary initiator on offense, he actually looked more comfortable. Um, I thought that that was when he played his best. And, uh, yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, December it's a good 15th. thing they didn't,
0: didn't put him in a deal for Kawhi Leonard.
1: Yeah, that would have <laughs> been a shame.
2: It's starting uh, to feel to me like a Kevin Love situation. Kevin Love's first year in Cleveland where he just didn't know what to do with LeBron James on the court.
1: Mm, now that That's interesting. I, I think that when you take a guy like Ingram and you turn him into a catch and shoot guy, you're really wasting the stuff that he could potentially 100%. be special at. Uh, you know, he doesn't get to utilize his length. You know, he's having to try to pump and go, and that just doesn't always work for him. Um, December 15th is fast approaching. Uh, KCP is another contract that they're going to, they might be able to move. Um, I'm looking at, you know, what's out there on the landscape. They, they may be a team. I mean, account the Dings favorite, Nikola Vucevic could be moved uh, in a deal. Uh, maybe Terrence Ross, even uh, that's a guy that probably could help him quite a bit, especially I'm when you consider his shooting two, three. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, uh, definitely something we want to keep an eye out for uh, in particular with this Lonzo ball ankle injury and how long he may potentially be out. Hey guys, today is the day. Join us today, Wednesday, for the back-to-back Wednesday challenge, go to FanDuel.com slash B2B. That's the letter B, the number two in the letter B. Sign up, deposit five bucks, and get $5 bonus in your bank. You can play with other B2B listeners every Wednesday, including today, Wednesday. If you take home the victory in our special fan contest, you'll be joining the team later on this week for our Friday mailbag. Uh, Once again, that's FanDuel.com slash B2B for our back-to-back Wednesday challenge. Devin Booker says uh, the next super team could be in Phoenix, Arizona, uh, which I know comes as a surprise to many. Uh, He believes that uh, he and DeAndre Ayton would be uh, tremendous leverage for bringing in big-time names. Was, uh, do you see anybody in free agency wanting to play with those two guys? I'm not a
0: big fan of either of those cats. Like, Aiden's a big man who doesn't shoot threes and can't guard the paint. So, like, what, what use do I have for him? <laughs> and uh, uh, Devin Booker, like, I get it. He's a bucket getter. But he's also one of those dudes who if he's not getting buckets for you, he's doing absolutely nothing else. Right. And so I've always been kind of down on him as just as a prospect, as a hooper. Not to say that he, you know, he can't go out and and fill it up. I just don't like guys who, you know, like if they're not doing their one thing, they can't do anything at all. And if your one thing is like making difficult shots, good
2: luck, bro. You're Lou Williams at that point.
1: Back to Phoenix, the Indiana Pacers defeat the Suns 109-104, nine, one hundred and four. Second game of a back-to-back for them, a road back-to-back, and the, and the Pacers managed to pull it out. Uh, Devin Booker, part of the super team, uh, scores 20, his counterpart, or his uh, other half, I should say, with 18 and 12, DeAndre Ayton, uh, despite having his ankles murdered by Darren Collison, and uh, in, in, man, what a tragic circumstance that was. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, he's, this shake him up. Get him Oh, Oops, sorry. I gotta, go, I gotta get to the rim. You in the way. Miles Turner looking better defensively, had 16 and 13. Boyan Bogdanovich with another 15, hit some clutch threes down at the end. Uh Waz, do we need to break up the pacers? They've now won back to back games on the road. Have they figured out how to do this without Oladipo?
0: I think, you know, it's it's a nice – I just want to say I don't know that a team that's one superstar away from being a super team has ever not cleared the 20-win benchmark in a season, but, you know – the Suns might be that first team. Uh, you know, I saw I saw on Twitter somewhere. I wish I could credit the person who who tweeted it that they're on pace now to win 51 games, which is about where people saw them coming into the season. If you know, if everything broke right for them, that they get to 51. I don't know that they've solved their, you know, can't do anything without Oladipo. I don't know if Phoenix Phoenix is the best te- case study for that. But I'm, I'm interested in what they're doing. They're still playing hard. I wish Miles Turner would play some damn defense, but, you know. He's getting better. I'm interested. He's improving.
1: In other news, Warriors head coach Steve Kerr says his best guess for a Steph Curry return will be Saturday at Detroit, meaning we'll miss out on uh, Curry versus Kawhi in, in Toronto. Uh, Dave, uh, do you think Steph's going to come back and immediately solve all the Warriors' problems? Yes. yes,
2: absolutely. This, <laughs> that, that question was for me, and yes. I say yes. We're we're in agreement, so it's fine. But yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it, it's a it's a, a an intricate offensive system that requires everybody to be able to contribute in their own way. And he he runs the ship. You know, he's the he's the point guard. He's the guy. Everything goes through. It's just not the same team without him. Better
0: question, Dave. The two Daves, Dave squared. Uh, can he do it again without
1: KD? And then, can he do it again in the playoffs? Don't forget, folks, we are selling tickets for our just announced Boston Live Show that's Saturday, March 2nd at the legendary Middle East Nightclub in Boston. Tickets are now on sale to the general public. The VIP sold out within hours. Get your tickets soon because they will go fast. You're not going to want to miss Zach Harper, Jade Hoy, Black Trey, Big Waz, Amin El Hassan, Tom Haberstrow. And all the rest, that's Saturday, March 2nd at the Middle East in Boston. Boston Live Show. Get your tickets. Go buy them. Uh, The Pistons beat the Knicks 115-108. Blake Griffin with 30-5. and Uh, Reggie Jackson with 21 points. Stanley Johnson had a great game off the bench, uh, also pouring in 21 points. Uh, Alonzo Trier in a losing effort with 24-10 rebounds, 7 assists. Dotson with 17 off the bench, following three straight DNP CDs, uh, Dave, how do you feel about the Pistons, man? Like I, I feel, I still think that they're a point guard away. Uh, you know, I don't trust Reggie Jackson. Um, but man, it's hard to look at what they've done so far and not think that they're going to make the playoffs.
2: Look, I mean, I think, uh, you have a team that has a, a motivated Blake Griffin Drummond is what he is. And I would certainly consider trying to underwhelming uh, yeah, it's what he is. Try to try to move him for a point guard. Uh, Reggie Jackson is a complete disappointment for me. I remember I was on a plane with him once and nobody recognized him. But one person said he looks like an NBA player. And that person said that because he's black and that's a shame. And because he was in first class. But anyway, um, I mean, I think I think the Eastern Conference is wide open. Detroit can maybe make a run. I don't I don't see them getting to the conference finals. But, uh, you know, Blake is having a hell of a year, and uh, had 30 points tonight. But he was 0 for 5 from 3. My man's got to stop shooting threes.
1: My man's got to stop No, he's got to keep shooting them. He's got to keep hey, shooting where
0: him. are you at with Stanley Johnson? Because I'm somebody, whenever I see a guy not fulfilling his potential, I always say to myself, I bet if Stanley Johnson was on the Spurs, he'd be Ronald Tess test right now.
1: I right? know for a fact not,
0: the not Spurs. Not the not – the, Crazy Ron Artest, but like, you know, like all star, perennial all star level defensive player of the year, Ron Artest.
2: The Spurs you know, were definitely you definitely know calling need, about him. You know who needs that guy? The Lakers. Now that's yeah. a, I, put, I mean, that You that need, a, you need a wing guy who can play defense and it can shoot.
1: When, when Stanley's shooting it, you know, you yeah, said this first he calling it.
2: Stanley Johnson?
1: Oh, yeah. They were definitely calling about. Stanley they would Johnson would
0: turn last him year. into a, an animal.
2: Look, he had a hell of a night tonight. Twenty-one points, seven of nine. uh He had uh, four rebounds.
1: Uh, I think the steal, biggest thing—three
2: blocks.
1: Had a hell of a Biggest tonight. thing with Stanley is that when he's aggressive and and actually an active part of what's happening on the court, he does he does well. But when he's being passive. He doesn't. I mean, this, this is, sounds so simple, but that's the truth. That's the difference between good Stanley Johnson and bad Stanley Johnson.
2: Well, that's not uh, going to happen. It's not going to happen in Los Angeles. That's you right. Know, you're going to have to learn to be passive if you want to play with LeBron James.
1: The the last game of the night, the Hawks defeat the Heat 115-113. Trey Young with a double-double 17 and 10. Josh Richardson with 22, Dwayne Way with 18 off the bench. Uh the Heat stink. Yep. Stink was they are terrible.
0: Guys, I I have a secret to let you guys in on. I don't think the dogs are going to regret not having Don Chich. Trey Young is really good, man. <laughs> really good. I know it's just one game that I watched him on Sunday, but this guy's feel for the game is super impressive for a rookie point guard like. He gets to his spots, he knows where he wants to go. His court vision is elite let's just face it and it's just his first season in the his first year in the league uh man if he can get that pull up three in or around 36 37 percent which i know is like you know if it was a fifth we'd all be drunk but like i think he could be a
1: perennial all-star like this guy is good well coming into this year uh i i touted his his playmaking and his vision as his best skill. You know, people only pay attention to the threes. It's amazing. Dude. But the way he sees the court is amazing. It's amazing. I mean, I think he kind of nailed it there. But And he can yeah. dribble past people. He's, Absolutely. he's already pretty good at drawing contact. He's impressive, dude. And he's better at finishing now than he was coming in. And also, let's not forget, it is possible to have multiple rookies who are going to be good.
2: Yeah. We're not, we're not used to that. <laughs> the, the, it's, is, been a, it's been a few years
1: <clears throat> top five in this class are fantastic and finally the line of the night Alonzo Trier with 24 points 10 rebounds 7 assists Demontis Sabonis with 21 and 16 off the bench or Blake Griffin with 30 30 points 5 assists and 4 rebounds remember was we reward winners here I'm gonna go with Sabonis simply because I looked up on basketball reference
0: and he's like top five in the league in PER somehow. I thought it was a glitch, but then I realized the the nerds at basketball reference would never make a mistake that that grave.
1: So I'm gonna go with uh, Arvita Sabonis' uh pro genie. Uh, you know, P E R in it in and of itself is a mistake. Uh Dave Schilling. Who you I'm got? going
2: with Sabonis too. I mean, I think, you know, we were talking about not having Oladipo who's going to step up, who's going to, who's going to make things happen for uh, Indiana. And Sabonis did McDoug McDermott did like, uh, I got to go with the guys who win, like you said, and I got to go with uh, somebody who's playing good basketball.
1: And that does it for today's show. Don't forget to check out the basketball buds that dropped on Tuesday. Uh, special Thanksgiving edition of the mailbag from last week it was a lot of fun uh, snark hoops was also back last week and they did some video to go along with it make sure you check out this week's BOMM podcast on its own feed uh, they had former player uh, Anthony Morrow on uh, and don't forget to subscribe rate and review this podcast the daily ding as well as our feeds over on back to back Kean and NFL pod the interceptable and the house of Strauss thanks for waking up with us Appreciate you. Bye. Have a nice day.